Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Live from the Hill, our very own Jamie Dupree with the latest news from D.C. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., out and about for the Sean Hannity Show. It's our post-Super Tuesday edition. And later at the bottom of the hour, we have Newt Gingrich checking in and a representative from all the three three top Republican campaigns. Jamie Dupree, what a Super Tuesday night it was. Certainly was, Sean. I mean, look, uh, both uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in winning seven races yesterday, uh, they they dominated the night. They didn't neither of them lock down their party's nomination, but certainly it was a big step forward. You know, I, I, if I have to look at the results for uh, for the Democrats first real quick, I, I mean, Hillary Clinton's numbers in the South were just astonishing. I mean, she won Alabama 78 to 19 and had a 43 percent edge in Georgia. I mean, she she won the South in a just destructive way against Bernie Sanders. Sanders, though, his win in Oklahoma, I thought, was sort of uh, one of the more interesting uh, wins of the night. If you had the Bernie Sanders and Ted Cruz daily double in uh, in Oklahoma, then you certainly won the office pool because I, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, but I, I think right now she seems to be in a pretty good situation in that Democratic race. Now, on the Republican side, my quick thumbnail would be I thought Trump would win more than seven states. It's not that he had a bad night. He had a good, solid night. But uh, he did have a couple of close wins that could have gone the other way for Ted Cruz. I mean, Texas, not only did he win, but then he rang the bell big time. I, I described for you the, the, the rules for Texas and the delegates yesterday. Cruz won every single congressional district in his state, all 36 of them, which gave him an additional 72 delegates and really allowed him to do pretty well vis-a-vis Donald Trump. In the end, Trump got about 42 percent of the delegates last night. I think that's about where you, we would have expected him, Sean, because of the of the difficulty of winning delegates and running away with things. Well, because Cruz, of proportional distribution. Exactly. Cruz got about 37 percent. And then Rubio, he finally did break through and get one win, but he struggled in the delegates. He got about about 19 percent. His big failure were three different states, Alabama, Vermont and Texas, where he came up short of the 20 percent threshold. It cost him about 20 delegates, I think, were the numbers that I sort of crunched and figured out. So, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, but still would have been 20 delegates, 10 each that that Cruz and Trump didn't have. So I, I guess the the end all from the top three and from the, the other two is that nobody's getting out of the race post Super Tuesday. We're going to we're going to slog through the next, uh, uh, let's see, eight states for this Saturday and then for next Tuesday before getting to March 15th. And then I think by then it'll be pretty obvious if John Kasich can win in Ohio, he'll stay in. If he doesn't, he'll be done. If Mar- uh, Marco Rubio wins in Florida, he'll stay in. If he doesn't, he'll be done. Uh, for some people, it may be too long to wait for two weeks to get that done. But I think that's where we're headed right now. Well, and, we've got a couple of races in three days. We've got Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Nebraska. And uh, then, not Nebraska. Nebraska is only for the Democrats, right. actually, on Saturday. And then we've got the Maine four days. But again, we're talking Republican and Democrats. That's the Democrats. Then you've got Hawaii, Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi in six days. And then we get to Florida, Ohio, Illinois, Missouri, North Carolina. Yeah, and that'll be a big, big day. I mean, two weeks from today when we speak, I think we should have a pretty good idea, either A, that uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are on their way to the nomination, 
or that we're going to have to have a slog forward uh, for the Republicans, most likely. And, you know, I would say that probably I know a lot of the people who are talking about sort of uh, how do they stop Donald Trump? And they keep saying, well, they need to clear the field to do it. I'm getting of the opinion now that probably if they wanted to frustrate Trump and really not let him get to the majority, then maybe the best way is simply by having these uh, five, the four other. Well, that's part of the strategy. They the want them all to stay in in the hopes that he doesn't get to the magic I don't number. Know that they want them. I don't think I don't think the Rubio people want Kasich in and they don't want Cruz in and Cruz doesn't want Rubio in or Kasich. Yeah, I mean, it's easy for them to, you know, I'm watching last night and this is one of the more frustrating things as I flip around the dial is. Everybody goes through this ridiculous fantasy math of theirs. Well, if this one got out and this one goes out and we add this person's numbers to that person's numbers, you know, when Jeb Bush got out, we learned a lot, except nobody paid attention except you and me. And that is that, well, okay, sure, of the 7% Jeb Bush got in South Carolina, 2% would go to Rubio, 2% to Cruz, 1% to Kasich, 1% to Carson, 1% to Trump. So it was... Yeah, it's not a clean, like, you take my 7% and it just goes to somebody else. But that's how they add it up all the time. And it's like, it's so idiotic and simplistic and naive that it's, it's frustrating to watch it. Yeah, I think so. You know, where we stand is, uh, obviously, Trump is still the leader. Uh, and, and as I said, he had about a 5% edge in terms of delegates on Cruz last night. I mean, Cruz, for him to not only win Texas, but uh, do all the congressional districts, Oklahoma he won, and then late night Alaska, if you missed it, if you were asleep. I mean, that was that was really big for him. And for Rubio to get the, even just the one win, he successfully neutered the sound bites uh, from both Trump and Cruz that had been given hours earlier that, geez, if you know, you, you wake up tomorrow morning and you don't have one win, you should get out of the race. Uh, I'm sure the Rubio people would have loved to have John Kasich not in the race. They might have been able to win in Virginia or in Vermont. But you know what? That's that's not where we were. And uh, Kasich is in the race in a sense because of Rubio's own gaffe in that debate in New Hampshire. So as we go to tomorrow's debate, uh, you know, I, I think uh, the fact is we'll probably see a repeat in many ways of what happened a week ago with uh, Cruz and Rubio trying to turn more fire on Trump. And I would really believe that the two big showdowns, because they are the true winner-take-all states on the 15th, Ohio and Florida, I would think you'd see a lot of ad money poured into those two states and a lot of it in negative ads against Donald see, Trump. See, I would think that Kasich, even though he's down five points, has a much better chance in Ohio of stopping Trump than, than Rubio does in Florida, where Trump is up by 20. Yeah, I don't believe that poll at all. I, if you look at the me method of that poll, they are sampling people who cannot vote in the Florida Republican primary. But it's but so, it's bigger than that, because the presence of New York, New Jersey, northeastern people and and people in states from the south that are in Florida add to that, that in many ways, a narrative has advanced and I think taken hold in Florida that Marco Rubio is a, a part time senator and he's half paying attention to the state. Uh, his poll numbers have gone down dramatically in the state. So I, I think it would play into Trump's hands. I think. I go back. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I, think I think Trump Rubio's has a much. Rally. Well, it's very likely. I mean, I'd be su surprised if he didn't rally. But I, there, I, there's I one that problem. 20, that 20 poll just I, on, on, on methodology, methodological We'll ways. know in the next few days. But here's the big here's going to be a big telltale in my view. You got a debate tomorrow night. It is going to be a bare knuckles MMA brawl. And while the exit polls showed that that Rubio transforming into this aggressive you know, uh, he's a fraud and a fraudster and, and all the comments that he's been making about Trump. He went so overboard in two interviews last night. I get the very distinct impression that Marco Rubio is being influenced and shaped by the establishment and that their goal now is at any cost to take out Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. And, and the problem is, is it's so unlike who the real Marco Rubio is. I think this is going to wear thin over the course of two weeks. 
Oh, it's possible. I do think that uh, the one thing we have not seen really in this race is a sustained uh, ad campaign against Trump. And so if uh, if sort of well, count how many cons- times he called him a con man last night, the count how many times he he sounded yeah, like the, Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. That's not, an, that's not an ad campaign. I'm talking about a real ad campaign, not just a million dollars here. Well, from what the was all of Rogue. Jeb Bush's money spent on? A lot of it was spent against Donald Trump. No, most uh, most of the right to rise money went against Rubio over twenty but, but million dollars. There was millions and millions of dollars no. spent on. Uh, wait a minute, all Very told against, against Trump. Trump. I've, Very I've seen these ads. I've heard these ads. Well, there have, there have been ads, but they didn't get much money behind them at all. There's, there have been repeated. Every stories time about I went that. to Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, wherever I was, it was nonstop not, negative not, ad. Not negative. No, not negative. Donald Trump ads. There certainly were not. Well, maybe not to the. Maybe it's just in the definition not of sustained. Like, I have seen like the ads. Years ago, when you turn on the radio and the TV, and there was there was so much stuff against Gingrich that it took him down. I think I read where the amount of ads that were run against Trump in Iowa were equal to one week of what was run against Gingrich four years earlier. So there really has not been a sustained ad campaign yet against Trump in a in a big state that I've seen, because I, I certainly had the TV and the radio on all the time. See, but there were a few ads, but not many at all. The one thing that we have seen here is that Donald Trump's support has stayed strong through thick and thin, and that his supporters are, are just just dead on fighting for him and i don't think that any amount of negative ads is going to influence them at this point based on everything that has happened at this point now i also think one other thing once people sense that this is an establishment orchestrated plot and plan but it's not but but it is not no no it's not but you say that but i disagree with you let ben me tell Sass you, Ben Sass is not the is not the establishment. But that, I'm not talking Club about Ben Sass. I am not talking about them. I am. But ta- you can't. You can't. I'm you're sorry. Not I'm going to fight you. But you're on not listening. But you're not listening to my whole. You're interrupting me before I even finish it. What because I'm saying it's not is, the what I am that saying is, just is Trump. I I agree with that point. I'm not disagreeing. But you're missing my point. I am saying the establishment has gotten their money people together. They've gotten Rubio in rooms. They have sat him down. They have filled his head with every line that he's now currently using. And the hope is is that their money, combined with Rubio's mouth, is going to take down Trump. That is what's going on behind the scenes, and okay, I am 100% that is not convinced the only of it. Thing. But that is not the it's only not. thing going on against you Trump. You have it a lot not. of Cruz supporters that don't want Donald Trump. I agree. But it's not it's not just people who are supporting Cruz or supporting Rubio. I think it's a lot of people that would happily choose from either candidate in the conservative side of the party that are engaged in an effort to stop Trump. And I just think it's it's it it sounds nice and convenient to blame the quote unquote establishment. But I just think that's a misreading of where things are. Do you really think now? Do you really think and let, let me pull up on my I wrote it down. Let me pull this up because I think this is very, very important. As I watched and listened last night so closely to to Marco Rubio going scorched earth and dumping the kitchen sink and again and again, con man, con man, fraud, fraud, end of conservatism, KKK, 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 uh, uh, uses illegal workers, makes clothes in China, agrees with Hillary, Planned Parenthood, blah, 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 blah. You don't think that you really believe that Marco Rubio on his own is doing this? You don't think no, the money not, people behind him? No, you're not listening to me. And that uh, I agree that probably there is an element of the establishment behind Rubio. Absolutely. But I think the opposition to Trump is much more than just establishment. But I've already conceded Rubio. that point. I already conceded Ben Sass 
uh, Cruz supporters and even Kasich supporters, yeah, they want to stop at any cost Donald Trump. But there is an establishment. Look, look at Mitt Romney, for example. I've always liked Mitt Romney. I have no clue what this announcement is tomorrow. But Mitt Romney seems to be sitting in the wings and that if Rubio loses on March 15th, he seems to be their next go-to plan. Yeah, I don't think that's going to have much chance of happening. I don't, I don't think either. there's really anybody who thinks that uh, that uh, that Romney is the savior or anything like that. But at the same time, again, I think this is a much broader opposition. It doesn't mean that they're going to stop Trump. It doesn't mean that they will have a majority against him at any point in time. But I think it's a much more organic thing than just the GOP establishment trying to stop Trump. Well, I do think that there is part conspiracy and then I think part organic. And, you know, I think everybody, the idea of keeping everybody in, well, that's designed to keep Trump from getting to 1,237 uh, going into Cleveland. And then it's a brokered convention. Uh, then it's, you know, the effort to get one or two or three people out of the race and get a one on one shot against Trump. That's not going to work. Ted Cruz has no business getting out. He won four big states. He had no, huge wins no and he has a big delegate count. No reason for Cruz to go anywhere. And again, as I said, he demonstrated yesterday that he could not only win Texas, but he won every one of those congressional districts. He took a whole bunch of uh, of delegates away from Trump. Trump showed a lot of strength in in Georgia, in Alabama, in Arkansas, in Tennessee, in the individual congressional districts there. I think he won 30 of 35 or something like that. So in a sense, he drew Cruz on that issue, but uh, he wasn't able to draw away. Now, he's got a chance in these coming states. You know, we, we may get to March the 15th, and it may be even a lot clearer at that point in time. But I think it will be a, a scorched earth kind of battle over the next two weeks. And it's one, again, if there is a big ad campaign, which really has not been run against Trump, uh, I just wonder if that changes the dynamic at all. Yeah, it does. But I think that the goal at this point is probably the, the, the I think the standard agreement between both parties that you and I are describing here is that they want to keep everybody in the race, especially during proportional distribution of delegates in the hopes that Trump doesn't get to 1,237. Well, I think the Rubio people would have loved for uh, Kasich to already been gone last night. So 100 percent. But that ain't I understand happening. what you're saying. But, you know, that's uh, that the thought. I think those people who believe that if you get it down to just Cruz versus Trump or just Rubio versus Trump, I almost think that it's a this is a got to be a multi-headed kind of opposition because Kasich can do well in certain areas. Rubio can do well in certain areas. And again, and, can. and especially if it's winner take all as Florida and Ohio become, then it's a whole different ballgame in terms of uh, the strategy that they'll put together. But I will tell you that this hatred, there is an effort uh, by many to just I, I actually think that they would go kamikaze to stop Trump at this point. And I and then, by the way, the same thing goes for Ted Cruz. I think that hatred is that deep among establishment people. But I like spirited debates with you.